to Swipe Right for Friendship, a podcast about making friends using apps such as Bumble. I'm your host, Brooklyn French. Hey there, buds. Today we have the ultimate success story with Ellie and Marissa. Four years ago, they matched on Bumble and had an instant connection, and now they call each other best friends. We talk a lot about that instant connection and how special it is. Enjoy the show. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, just been living life, you know. How, how have you yeah. been since I saw you um, back in 2014? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> since like, graduation? Um, good. Mm-hmm. What went through your mind when I first asked you to do the podcast with me? I I don't know. I saw your post. I thought it was super cool that you were, you know, starting this and mm-hmm. just, you know, having had an experience with it. I figured, you know, that you would be like you were looking for more people to interview. So mm-hmm. um, I wasn't that surprised, I guess, when you had messaged me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I well, I'd never done a podcast before. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that sounds interesting. Um, but also I feel like I never imagined myself like using an app to meet friends. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like an interesting premise. And yeah, I was I'm just lucky that I met Ellie that way. And so I think it's a good, you know, it, it's it can be a really positive thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what originally uh were you guys doing on Bumble? Uh, Do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, um, I had recently moved to Madison and um, had already been like with my husband. We were dating at the time, already living together. So it's not like, you know, I was going out all the time, like meeting new people and whatever. And um, with my job at the time, it was just me and my boss. And so you know, it's not like I was going out with coworkers. Um, and so I'd been complaining to my mom. I'm like, I don't know how to make friends <laughs> as an adult. Like this is weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing the typical things that you would do yeah. to people. And, uh, and so she had said, she's like, well, Ellie, you met Carl on a, an app. Aren't there apps for friends? I was like, oh, why haven't I ever thought of that? <laughs> And so, of course, immediately I Google, like, are there dating apps to make friends? And Bumble BFF came up. And so I decided to try it out. And yeah. My story is really similar. I had just moved to Madison and um, I was doing my master's degree at the time and it was all online and mm-hmm. I was working. I worked a bunch of odd jobs until I found like a corporate job Um and just, I felt like it was so hard to make friends since I had mm-hmm. moved to the area and just, uh, I had moved with the person I was dating at the time. Um, I felt like, you know, he worked in an office, so he had like his coworker friends and I just didn't really have that yet. So mm-hmm. I, I was just like, you know, sort of sick of sitting at home on the weekends and not, yeah. you know, you know, you need girl time. So I was like, well, I I might as well. I'd never, you know, I'd try, I'd use dating apps like way back in college for like a brief amount of time. But um, I think I heard about it from somebody that I worked with and they were like, oh, I, you know, I met a couple girlfriends on here. Like maybe, you know, you should try it and just, you know, if it doesn't work, then just delete it and move on, whatever. And so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll sign up for it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was just like a, just moved don't know anybody's situation and it is really hard to make friends as an mm-hmm. adult so 
It really is. Um, what what are your guys' experience making friends as an adult in, in general? Uh, well, I guess like <clears throat> other than meeting Marissa on Bubble BFF, the other friends that I've made, um, like living here and like being an adult, <laughs> I guess, you know, the like the other friends that I have here, I met because um, I work for a chiropractor and they're patients of mine. And so we just decided that we got on really well when they were in the office and we figured we could probably like that would translate well outside of the office. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And thankfully, like there's not really any like conflict of interest for me because I'm not the doctor. Yeah. Right. Right. I was just wondering about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my good friends, as Ellie knows, since she was just in my wedding five weeks ago, um, a lot of my good friends are like good friends that I have from high school or college. Mm-hmm. Like my maid of honor, my wedding was my best friend since we were 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other two friends I've been friends with since I was, you know, 20 years old. So I do have like friends that are newer, but I'm somebody who I'm like, yeah, I sort of struggle with like making new friends because I have all these like amazing friends that are from you know so long and I have such like intimate relationships with them that are Mm -hmm. you know they're easy you don't have to like try and you don't have to like you know pretend to be somebody you're not or you know um yeah just put on faces and stuff and I Mm -hmm. felt that way instantly with Ellie so that worked out pretty Mm -hmm. well but um yeah I've made it like a couple new friends since then just like from moving around and jobs and but yeah, definitely I have a lot of more long-term friends than newer friends because it's it's definitely challenging for me. Yeah, it was it was really challenging for me, um, especially with not being in college anymore. Um yet, like, yeah, I would make acquaintances at work, but for some reason it's just we weren't like clicking in the same way that that you would with um other friends. And so I decided to try Bumble because I, I needed some sort of like vehicle to help me make friends because I, I wasn't going to go up to someone and just be like, oh, hey, I see you, you know, are reading this book. I like that book. Let me be like, let me introduce myself. Like I would never, ever do that. Um, and so using Bumble has been has been an interesting experience because uh, we're all there for the same reason. And it's um it's just a nice way to get get the ball rolling in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know. No, I was just going to say, like, I'm the type of person where I am, a, I'm very outgoing. I can make friends with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> My problem, <laughs> very true. <laughs> My problem <laughs> tends to be like, almost like the follow through sometimes, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, just off the top of my head, like I met somebody at Marissa's wedding who lives in an apartment complex literally across the street from me. And we were immediately like, oh my gosh, we need to like get together. We need to hang out. Mm-hmm. It's been five weeks. I have like neither of us have texted each other and like I mm-hmm. keep thinking oh I really need to like send her a text and just you know go out for coffee do something mm-hmm. and uh and like you know like just even just those few moments of us talking with each other I could tell that like we could be really good friends we just mm-hmm. need to do it and so that's like my biggest issue is like I can totally initiate but that follow through sometimes like I don't mm-hmm. know I think maybe sometimes like my nerves get the best of me almost you know what I mean yeah I I can't relate in that I'm not outgoing um that's definitely (laughs) not true about me at all um but I I can relate in in the follow-through where I have this fear that people 
don't like me. Um, and so it's, it's, it's hard for me to put myself out there and, and hope that, um, that they feel the same way about them, about me as I do about them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so you guys said you hit it off, uh, instantly. So was it like an instant connection or I guess how, how did your relationship develop? Yeah. I mean, I think it was instant. Yeah. (laughs) Instant. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it's been like just over four years, actually, like a month before their wedding, um, it had popped up in my time hop that, um, that we had gone and met for lunch for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty instant. I just knew, you know, like this is somebody that's going to be like one of my best friends for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like that. Cause I feel like when you meet people, you just kind of get a sense of like almost instantly. I'm somebody who gets like first impressions are really important for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I have a bad first impression with somebody, usually it's kind of hard for them to come back from that. Um, And with Ellie, it was just like, I met her and we're both extremely outgoing people. Like, Mm -hmm we could both talk to a wall for like three hours, I think, and be perfectly content. So we're both like Mm -hmm. very chatty, very like warm, you know, all of the same sort of like values and things that are important to me were like important to her. And I could just see that coming through. Like I knew she was, I could tell instantly that she was going to be a good friend, you know, that she was a kind and caring person and that she liked to laugh and like was really honest and open about her life. And like, those are all things mm-hmm. that were super important to me. So it was just like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right. Done. <laughs> yep. So when you guys meet someone for the first time, what what is the biggest indicator that you will become friends? Oh, I don't know. Like, I think I'm totally like, same thing. Like, I totally like go off the vibes of the other person, you know, mm-hmm. and there's just like, I don't know. I have like a really strong intuition. And so mm-hmm. I know if something is going to be a, a good or a not so good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that like, at least with Marissa, it was immediately like, how do I explain it? Almost like, like, a like a home kind of feeling Mm -hmm. Whereas like, this is somebody that I can like, just be completely myself with. And I don't ever have to worry about feeling judged or even feeling nervous talking to her. I mean, like, I'm also the type of person where like, I meet you for five minutes and I'm just going to tell my entire life story to you. And that's just who I am. (laughs) like 90% of the time Mm -hmm. but you know it's like at least for me like I knew that I could do that and not like overthink it later like Mm -hmm. was this uh was this not okay (laughs) to do this with this person you know what I mean yeah right right Mm -hmm. yeah I'm like the same and I feel like the vibes are important but also like the ease of like conversation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm like Ellie, I'm a really intuitive person. And so I can feel if I feel like safe with someone, which sounds yep. kind of like, I don't know, like therapisty talk, but <laughs> honestly, like if you feel safe with somebody sharing stuff about your life and you feel like they're, they feel that same way that it's like, you know, you're sort of on the same page and you have similar ideas about what a friend really is because I meet so many people these days where you like, you know, you try to connect with them and they clearly just don't have the same sort of idea of what a friend is to them where mm-hmm. like they can't be like emotional with you or, um, you know, they are, you know, looking for different things, like looking for more of like the, 
I want you to take Instagram photos of me and like, that's totally fine. But like, I'm going to need more than that, you know, like, yeah, so it's that idea of like what a friend is too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and touching on that, um, what for you guys is like, what is a friend to you? It is a big question. It's, it is a very big question. question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. I mean, yeah, like, I guess a little bit of like what we've already been saying, like somebody that just feels like safe and comfortable to be able to go to when like, I don't know, like when things are really tough or when you want to like share your amazing things that are happening in life. And just mm -hmm. like, for me, like Marissa is somebody that I can do both of those things with. Like I've got some friends where I absolutely love them and they're some of my best friends, but I'm not going to go to them when shit's tough, you know? Sorry, mm -hmm. I don't know if I should have said that. But anyways, like, you know what I mean? No, you like, can, I you can curse. That... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I know that they're just, maybe that's just somebody that like, or I know that they just don't have like the mental space to handle it mm -hmm. at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I don't know. I also don't think that like, um, a friend needs to be absolutely everything or like, you know, mm -hmm. you could maybe get different things from each like yeah. friend. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So what made you decide to continue your friendship after you first met? I feel like I don't really, I mean, just like that we instantly connected, mm -hmm. but also that I'm somebody who's like Ellie was saying that she struggles with the follow-up. I mm -hmm. struggle with like the initial and then the follow-up is super easy for me. Like once I oh. feel like I'm in, yeah. I'm like, I'll all day I will book somebody and be like, hey, want to do this? Hey, want to do this? Like, let's mm -hmm. go do this. Like, let's hang out. Um, so yeah, I feel like that part, that part was just easy because I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I like, I like her. I like being around her. Let's, let's do that more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt like there also wasn't as much of like a like a conscious thought that I needed to continue to make the effort like mm -hmm. in a in a strained way do you know what I mean like I wanted to be able to like keep hanging out with her I wanted to you know do whatever and continue the friendship so it wasn't like something where I was like I really should reach out to her or you know whatever but like do I really want to mm -hmm. you know there's never any of that it was always just like no I do want to see this person I do want to keep spending time with her and mm -hmm. so like you know, just, I don't know, I, there was one other person that I met on Bumble, where we had become friends, we hung out a lot. But it was always it took a lot of effort. And it took a lot of energy to like, want to be around that person. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like, anytime I was done hanging out with her, I don't know, I always felt very like emotionally drained versus like, yeah. having my cup filled by that time mm -hmm. with a friend, you know, yeah. And so that was ultimately like a friendship that just didn't continue because it just, it took too much negative effort, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, I've I've had friendships, in, even from Bumble, where we met up and we hit it off right away. Um, but as we were hanging out, it did feel like I was not being myself, like I was putting on a persona to get along with that person. And it was... Um, it fizzled out obviously because you know like when when you can't be yourself around someone it's um it's it's just tough to pretend to be someone else just to get along with someone you know for sure yeah yeah uh when did you feel you guys were able to call each other best friends i don't know pretty instantly <laughs> <laughs> 
Ellie asked me to be her bridesmaid. Like, how many times did we hang out before you asked me to be in your not, wedding? And I was like, not okay. long. <laughs> well, so we had, it wouldn't have been that long because if we had met like end of July, beginning of August, because that's mm-hmm. about when we had first like gotten together for lunch, I got engaged to my husband that December. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much immediately after. I mean, she was like one of the people that I texted like Mm -hmm. first thing. I basically just like copy and pasted the whole long message to like everybody (laughs) that I needed to tell. And she was one of the very first people I told. And uh, and so then we got together, I don't know, like a week or two after that. And I asked Mm -hmm. her to be my bridesmaid. And yeah, so I mean, we had only known each other for like maybe four months at that point. But yeah, I mean, I just knew like she had already become such uh, an important person in my life that mm-hmm. I knew that she was somebody that I wanted to be there for that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys still use Bumble by the way, to, to make friends? I haven't used Bumble since then. So it's been like four years since I used mm-hmm. Bumble. Um, honestly, it got to a point where like, I don't know, it just, it, it felt like I was having to put a lot of effort forth for like nothing to happen mm-hmm. um I don't know like I'd start conversations with some girls and then it would just completely fizzle and uh and it reminded me so much of online dating when I was like I had mm-hmm. gone on so many horrible first dates before I met my husband that like it just it was giving me like flashbacks to that and I was like oh, this is just not what I was expecting from this so I think I need to take a little pause and you know maybe I'll go back to it and honestly like I'm about to move to the Twin Cities here in like five months mm-hmm. and all I can think about is the fact that like oh my god am I gonna have to like get on that app again to make friends? <laughs> do I want yeah. to do that <laughs> but also like I'm gonna need to meet new people and I don't know how I'm going to do that yet without mm-hmm the like assistance of that app you know what I mean yeah yeah so you would use it again then I probably would at least to like just see if it would be Mm -hmm. I don't know different because it's been so long since the last time I used it and it's like beneficial again I guess Mm -hmm. yeah um Marissa did you have anything to say about um oh what was my original question I don't even remember Um, we've still been using it Oh, yeah. Have you still been using it, Marissa? I So I moved out to the Appleton area, like, oh, gosh, it's been like two years now, mm-hmm. um, almost two years ago, and didn't know anybody out here. My now husband has, like, a bunch of his closest friends live out in this area, um, so he had, like, instant friend group, and I did not. So I used... I used it for a little bit and I did meet a friend on there that, you know, she, I definitely would not consider her as like close as a friend as, as Ellie is for sure. Um, and you know, we, we have a really good time together and I appreciate our friendship. It's just different, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just was really exhausted because like with the effort of like talking to so many people and I mean, a lot of my job all day is like talking to people and making sure that everybody's on the same page and like sort of being that middle person that's like driving conversations and like making sure that um, everybody knows what we're doing. And so like, I can't be that person in my free time. Like I can't be the person who's Mm -hmm. like 
going to be the one who's like driving conversations and like really be the one who's making the effort. And I felt that way so much on Bumble, um, especially in this area, I would say less so in the Madison area, but in the area that I'm currently in, I found that I have so many differences with a lot of the other women um, in my age bracket that live here. And that's not like a judgment. It's just a reality. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, I'm 28. Most of the women who live around my area who are 28 have at least two kids now. They're Mm -hmm. in a totally different life phase. Like I have a career. I just got married. I don't have a family yet. Like, and so that kind of, that kind of also was a hindrance because so many people were like, I only want to be friends with other women who are moms too. And like girls would put that in their profiles and it's like, okay, well, I'm not a mom, so I'm not your girl. So Mm -hmm. there, that was definitely a reason why I was like, okay, this might not be the right thing for this geographical area. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And were you guys like, did you guys match like almost instantly when you started using the app? I honestly don't remember. Okay. I guess, yeah, my question was going to be, or is, um, did it feel almost disappointing to meet other people and and you didn't hit it off like, like you did with, with each other? So other than the one other girl that I had like had a friendship with for a few months and then it just kind of ended, mm-hmm. she was the only other person that I met in person. Every oh, okay. other, every other like connection never went further than just like messaging each other on the app. Um, mm-hmm. There was no... Like, and anytime, like there were a handful of people that I had suggested, like, oh, I'd love to get together for coffee or, you know, Mm -hmm. get together for lunch, that kind of thing. That was kind of always my go-to. Those are like easy, safe spaces, like low pressure, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And then, you know, whether I got ghosted or somebody was like, you know, trying to make it work, but schedules never worked out. I was like, all right, well, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't even... Like I literally got together in person with two people out of, you know, I don't know, maybe a dozen or more that I had Mm -hmm. messaged with. So yeah. Yeah. I met up with a lot of people in Madison actually. And I feel like some of them were before you, but a lot of them were after because I was like, oh, I, you know, was looking for like more friends that could kind of like be friends with maybe like both of us and we could like expand our like friend group and stuff and I remember we talked about that at like trivia sometimes and yeah um I just like never I met up with a bunch of girls and I mean yeah scheduling issues or like I would ask them to hang out and like something that's a huge pet peeve of mine is like people either being late or canceling last minute because like I'm not somebody mm-hmm. who has a ton of free time. So if we're going to make plans, like I want to stick with them because I've already mentally sort of prepared. I don't know. I, I'm like very, I'm not very OC. I have OCD, so I'm allowed to say that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, so there's certain things like that, that just are not compatible with certain mm-hmm. people. And I'm, you know, I, I really want people to feel like I respect their time and respect, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting to know them and stuff. And I feel like that's something that's not as um, 
common in our cultural moment and in like our age group I feel like an Mm -hmm. old woman being like don't be late but I mean (laughs) that's that's how I feel like I you know I work really hard I I can't come late to any of the meetings that I run I can't you know I don't have the luxury of being late and I don't think that it shows people respect and so I felt like there was a lot of like little things that were like nope this isn't compatible for me because I'm always going to be irritated yeah I'm like meeting a friend and I just don't feel like they respect me in the same way that I respect them so long story short I met a bunch of people but like it just nothing was as compatible as Ellie and maybe I'd be friends with them for a couple months and it would sort of like fizzle out because we'd get Mm -hmm. busy and then one person wouldn't prioritize hanging out and then we both wouldn't and it just Yeah. yeah 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 because that's like that's like what happened with with the other gal um we had even like I had even met other girls through her and mm-hmm. so I had like started to get like a little bit of a friend group going on with her um but uh but like anytime we were together like you had mentioned earlier it would be like almost like putting on a persona or just like reserving parts of myself where I wasn't like either being just like fully open and honest like I normally am or I was Mm -hmm. only you know whatever I was definitely like kind of like walking on eggshells almost a little bit like not in a bad way but just knowing that I couldn't be my full self around Mm -hmm. her without feeling like there was judgment or like wondering like okay was it really weird that I just like tried to start this conversation you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then and it got to a point where we just kind of like you know, I would reach out to her, see if she was able to get together for lunch or dinner or whatever. And, uh, and, you know, scheduling just didn't work out, whatever. Well, we finally did get together after like a month of like missing each other. Right. And not necessarily like getting, being able to get together. And we had dinner and it was just so awkward. It was very like surface level. And Mm -hmm. it, it was very clear that like, she did not, think that she wanted to continue the friendship and I was at a point in my mind where I was like okay this is my last like this is the olive branch I'm extending Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do more than this and if this friendship continues it's because you're going to be the one to reach out Mm -hmm. because I've done a lot and I don't feel like that's being reciprocated anymore and so then of course we left dinner and we were saying goodbye and she's like well it's been so long we really should do this again I'm like yeah absolutely let me know when you are available Mm -hmm. and we can work something out and she literally never texted me again I'm like all right well that's all right that's just is what it is but then because I had met those other girls through her those friendships didn't continue like they Mm -hmm. were those friendships almost felt like contingent upon my friendship with her if that makes sense Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like, you know, same thing where like the, just the friend group that I had imagined, you know, like my, my group of my sex in the city girls type of mm-hmm. my friend group just didn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I right. just, I had hoped, I had hoped to, you know, I am perfectly fine with um, like individual friendships and like trying to get together as a group and it doesn't necessarily work out and that's okay. Cause mm-hmm. you know, we're not all going to be looking for the same thing or wanting the same thing or able to I don't know provide what others are looking for and that's perfectly fine but yeah I don't know where I was going with that anymore but no you're good good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um you know I I listened to the second episode of your podcast yesterday 
Mm-hmm. And um, and so I've like <laughs> been listening to them to almost like prepare for what today could yeah, be like. Right. And yeah. <laughs> you know, like know, okay, like this is what other people have been talking about. Can I relate? Whatever. I feel like something that'd be interesting is just like if people people this is maybe not necessarily a question for us, but I'm just interested mm-hmm. is like people who are still using it, like how do you discern if you actually want to meet somebody or not? Like what's that, you know, thing that's really like, oh, okay, yeah, I actually do want to meet this person and like how long does it take to get there? Cause mm-hmm. with some girls, I felt like I was messaging with them for like two three weeks sometimes I'd be like let's just meet up like I don't I hate texting like mm-hmm, I love texting my friends but like I can't do like multi-day texting mm-hmm. it's just like so I don't know I have like a mental block with it I'd rather pick up the phone and that makes me sound so old but it's honestly true like let's just yeah if we want to text for like multiple days and you have that much stuff that we want to talk about like call me on the phone like let's talk like I want to hear your voice I want to whatever and yeah, it was like, it would be like weeks sometimes. And I, you know, I finally, I'd bring it out of myself to be like, okay, can we like meet up? And sometimes they like, weren't comfortable meeting up yet. They were like, oh, you know, and I totally understand that everyone's comfort level is different. So I find that really interesting. I mean, it's been so long. I guess I don't even remember like what my thought process would have been at the time, but Mm -hmm. quite frankly, with where I was at, with just like, I was so desperate to make any friends here um, because really like the only other outlet then like work was church and I was in the choir, but there is nobody my age in my church choir, literally nobody. Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't a thing. And so I was just like, I just, I had entered a point where I could tell that like other parts of my life were feeling fulfilled and that wasn't. And so quite frankly, if I felt good vibes from the conversations, then I was pretty much immediately asking to get together. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also felt like it was way more comfortable to get together with somebody through Bumble BFF because it was just like a friendship. There wasn't, it's not like I was trying to find a date. So there wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, like romantic or sexual pressure. It was purely Mm -hmm. just, I'm looking for a friend. So I don't know, it just felt more comfortable to be able to ask for something like that right away um Mm -hmm. at least for me um so yeah so I don't know I think that it didn't I don't think it took me long um to start asking people if they wanted to like get together for coffee or lunch now again there were several people who didn't or that like those Mm -hmm. conversations would just end or whatever um but yeah I mean for me personally like I like Marissa said I want to like start hanging out with you I want to get to know you better in person versus just texting because there's also so much that you miss when you're texting somebody than when you're in person Mm -hmm. you know the way that they're saying something how they look when they're saying it there's just there's so much expression that's missed in text messages yeah so yeah for me it was it was pretty immediate where I'd be like no I want to get together with this person you know because I want Mm -hmm. to experience you in person yeah, um, and I guess you guys have said that it's it's been a while, but um, a question I always ask is, what makes you swipe left or right on someone based on their profile? Oh, I read the whole thing. I like, mm-hmm. you know, look through pictures. I read everybody, like every bit of your bio. You put in, you're going to take the time to put it in there. I'm going to take the time to read it, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, 
So I guess like just I look for like the commonalities where I think like, oh, well, you're interested in this. I'm interested in this. Let's like Mm -hmm. start the conversation off of that. I'm sure we're going to find more in common Mm -hmm. or maybe not, you know. Um, But yeah, like I like fully take the time to read through it. And normally if there's like enough in common or the vibe is right, you know what I mean? I think I definitely look for humor, like somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously. Okay. Um, (laughs) And also, I guess if we're talking about swiping left, though, Mm -hmm. highly edited photos. I will always (laughs) swipe left on a highly edited photo. Like what what are you hiding? (laughs) Yeah, well, that and also like, I don't know, we're all we can all embrace like our natural I mean whatever filters are a thing but like mm-hmm. I sound so old on all these answers so <laughs> no, it's I'm like fine. don't be late don't use a filter no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> but like you know I want real I, I like people who are really real and more than just like surface level like I don't you know at the end of the day like I don't care how you look or you know anything like that like I just want to know what you like the type of person that you are. So if I feel like mm-hmm. realness from somebody, which is hard to portray in just like one paragraph, but you know, there's like little, little things you can pick up on, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And again, um, you know, like as people with strong intuitions, you just like, I- I'm somebody where like, I know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That sounds like, so. Know, <laughs> no, it like, doesn't. Arrogant it sounds... to say, I, just, I just know <laughs> if you're going to be a good person or not. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, that's about all we have time for. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Thank you so much letting me into your, you know, friendship here. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, let's just say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. This is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was nice to meet you. It, it was nice to meet you too. Sorry. I didn't hear you at first. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. Good luck with the rest of your podcast. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Instagram and swiperightpod.com. Bye.